What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Baseline Podcast. I'm joined with Eddie Montanez and Zach Zvoncek. Uh, So we're going to jump right in with the top 10, the most recent top 10 list that came out. We got the starting pitchers and catchers. Uh, well, we'll start with the, the top 10 pitchers right now for starting pitchers. Let's hear what you guys think. We were just talking about it. It's a decent list with the guys on there, but not really the right order. So let's hear what you have to say about it, Zavonna. Um, Like I, like we talked about before, I mean, I like the list. I think pretty much everybody on there deserves to be in the top 10. I just feel like the order is a bit crazy. Um, you have Cor- Corbin Burns at number one, and you have Alcantara at five. That blows my mind. Don't get me wrong. Corbin Burns is a great pitcher. Um, he definitely deserves to be on the list, but the year Alcantara had, I definitely think he's probably number one. I mean, Justin Verlander, number two. I think he was – I forget what he was – he was number one on my list from last episode, but yeah, I mean, definitely Alcantara, I think should be a lot higher than five. Uh, I like seeing Rodone at number three though, uh, newest Yankee, but um, yeah, I mean, overall I like the list in a way. I just think the order is a bit off. I was honestly surprised they put Wheeler on the list to be honest with you. I know I had him at like what five or six on my list, but that was just me being a being a fan guy, but yeah, but you were happy yeah. to see that. Yeah, I was surprised. Over to Grom too. I mean, that's even better because we play yeah. the Rangers first series of the year. But let's hear your thoughts, Eddie. Uh I think it's just really stupid that a computer makes the list. Like I see like a lot of people, like a lot of MLB experts, like during the top ten, like when they were announcing them. A lot of the people had like way different lists, and a lot of people had people that weren't on the list on their list. So, uh, what I gotta say is Corbin Burns at one. Uh, I honestly, I could see it because like they were showing his stats from last year and this year, and it's just crazy. He's number one, or he's number one tied for one or second or tied for second in every statistic for pitching. It's actually disgusting. So I could see why they put Corbin one because the computer did it and like it, the stats on paper is literally gross. But like, I don't think he's the most dominant pitcher in the MLB. I don't think anyone does. <clears throat> uh, Scherzer at four. When I first saw that, it honestly surprised me. But then I looked back and I looked at his stats, and this was one of his best statistical years of his career. He had a 2.2 ERA and he was top five in uh, NL Cy Young voting. He didn't have a bad year at all. That playoff just really killed. Uh, everyone's look at him like the, pl- the, fir- the first playoff game was really bad it was really bad for him but throughout the, ho- the whole regular season it was honestly really good Freed at seven uh the guy had 21 wins during the regular season like that's crazy him and Strider are going to be a real good one two for the next couple years uh the Grom at nine I'm pretty sure us three and everyone else could say when the guy's healthy and pitching 100 percent he's the most dominant pitcher in the home MLB no one could really touch him. He's going to give you a sub-1 ERA if he's healthy, and it's not a question. So, obviously, if he's healthy and good to go for the Rangers, he could be number one next year. Uh, Verlander, too. Uh, I think you got to give the man his respect. Obviously, he's what he's 100 years old, but just want to Cy Young. Like, the guy's a beast. 
Rodon at three. I could definitely see him on the top 10, 237 Ks, 13.0 K per nine is just disgusting. Top three is just really surprising. I don't see him better. I don't see him being better than Alcantara. I think Alcantara is one or two uh, in the whole league. Oh, Wheeler eight. I don't hate that. Uh, I see a lot of. I saw a lot of people put Nola on the list instead of Wheeler. I think Wheeler should be the number one in Philly, and I just think Wheeler's a dominant, a dominant could be a dominant number one anywhere. Uh, Urias at ten. Obviously, a computer does it. No one's gonna have Urias in their top ten. So, yeah, that's what I think about the list. Whoever has your eyes in their top 10 and it's not a computer, you're out of your mind. So, yeah, no, I could agree with you. I mean, with Burns being at number one, I didn't really look at his stats. So, I mean, we obviously had Otani at number one. I mean, just because it's Otani. But him at six really surprised me. I thought he was – he would be a little bit higher on, like, a fan favorite. I think he was, what, one or two? something like that on the fan list but yeah like you were saying with Scherzer being high Radon being at three that I don't hate it Alcatara is better than Scherzer my opinion but hey it is what it is and I don't think you're I don't think I'm out of my mind I would put your eyes on there I'm not gonna lie to you I think him at 10 is a good fit that's just uh my two cents but I don't really know what I'm talking about half the time We'll move over yeah, to the catchers. Don't, catchers. Get, me, <laughs> don't get me wrong. Urias, Urias is a good pitcher, but I, like I said, I couldn't see him being top 10. I'm surprised he's on here too, but. I don't see him being on the list over Valdez Strider. No. Like, no. Urias no, is not there. That's what I mean. There's, like there's a couple more guys that I could think of that yeah, I put on there to him. I mean, I don't disagree. I was just, you know, why not? Throw him in at 10. I think he's more proven than younger guys, if that's, like, a way that I would put it. I think he's more proven than Strider because, I mean, last year was his rookie season. I mean, he could – I mean, yeah, he tore it up, but he only has one season under his belt. So I wouldn't put him in the top 10 over your eyes. But we'll move over to the catchers. Uh, obviously, best catcher in baseball at number one. Uh, that's no surprise. Will Smith at two. I really like that. I think Will Smith is, has a great career. I mean, or had a great career in uh, Los Angeles. Now he's with San Diego. So I think that's dangerous that they have that good of an infield, plus the catcher to back it up, too. So, I mean, it's just going to be interesting to see there. So what what are your thoughts on it? I mean, I don't hate this list. Uh, Trevino and Kyle Riley should be on this list. Trevino, absolutely. Top two in defensive run saved. Yeah, not the best, not the best offensive, but his all-star platinum gold glove. That's all you got to say. He should be on the top ten list. Uh, Kyle Riley. I actually read some. Kyle Riley should be on the list at least nine or ten. Yeah, uh, he's. I think he's better than. Danny Jansen, and I think he's better than Lan uh not Lance Stevenson Stevenson from the Reds. Uh, uh, I looked up their wars and like offensive and defensively, but Danny Jansen had a twelve war and uh, Kyle Riley had an eight point seven offensive war. So really, like that's 
Yeah, Danny's better hitting, but defensively, dude, Danny Jansen was a 4.8, and Kyle Riley's had an 18. That's that's insane. That's crazy. That's literally over 10 points war. Kyle Riley should be on this list over Tyler Stevenson and Danny Jansen. I don't. I think it's stupid how two teams have two catchers on the list too. They're, one of them are going to use. One of them are going to be using the DH. Both teams. So I don't know how this list even made up. I think Rushman three is, gonna, is good. I think the guy's going to make a case for number one. I think he's the second best catcher in the league behind JT. <clears throat> I think this year he could definitely make a case for number one because, like I said, the Orioles could be a playoff team. They're a young team. They're real good. And Adley could be the future of that in Baltimore. So I don't hate the list. I don't love it. Uh, like, you got to look at the defense too, really. Trevino should be a top eight catcher on this list. And Riley should be at least top ten. So that's all I really got to say. I think Rutschman definitely is going to make a case for one, though, next year. Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree with I, – I like the list in a way. But, I mean, obviously you got to put JT number one. I mean, he's he's the best catcher in baseball right now. And it's he's he's a lot of fun to watch, too. Um, Will Smith, too, I like that. Adley, number three. I'm glad to see they're giving him the recognition he deserves. Um, I was – Big fan of Adley coming through the farm system. I liked watching him. Glad to see him come up and tear it up and make a big name for himself. Um, like uh, Eddie said, I think he has a case for number one, number two next year if he continues to play the way he is. And like Eddie also said, Trevino not being on the list is really, really surprising to me. I mean, he had an extremely good season with the Yankees this year. You know, defensively was great. I don't know. I mean, I like Danny Jansen at number nine. I mean, he's not bad. I could see C. Trevino definitely being up there, probably seven, eight. But, I mean, other than that, there isn't a whole lot I could really argue with about the list. I like Jonah. I think uh, Jonah Heim from the Rangers should not be on this list, but definitely be in discussion for it because, like, the guy's real young. He's not a whore. Like, he's pretty decent. Like, he's a pretty decent young catcher for the Rangers. I think that when he has the Grom, like, I think that he could be a top 10 catcher next year is what I'm trying to say. Like, Jonah Heim is a really good young catcher, and I think that he's going to be catching the best pitcher in baseball. So, like, he's going to be – he's he has to be on top of his shit. So he, and he knows this. Like, he knows this. So maybe this year he's going to come out. And he's going to prove people that he can be a top ten catch in the MLB because I think he's in a, he's a real really good young player. There's there's a lot of young catcher prospects coming up through the systems too that are going to be fun to watch when they get to the big leagues. I agree with this. I want to ask a question real quick. I, I forgot to mention this, so we were going we're going back to the starter pitches. Do you guys think that if Trevor Bauer signs with the team, that he deserves to be on the top ten list? I I definitely think the potential's there, but for how long he's been out, I feel like it's going to be tough for him to readjust, get back into the swing of things. But I mean, he could come right back into it and tear it up. Who knows? But 
Right now, I would say he definitely has potential, but I couldn't see him deserving to be on a list yet. Yeah, yeah I, I just want to oh, see. He, he, oh, no, you're good. He's just dominant. I just wanted to see what you guys thought about it. Oh, go ahead, Eddie. Uh, I agree with I agree with Devani. Uh, I don't think he's been out of the league for a long, long time. Like he he hasn't faced an MLB. Uh, he hasn't faced the Shohei Otani. He hasn't faced the Pete Alonso. He hasn't faced the Bryce Harper. And how long he's been facing D three to D two bat to D two college baseball players with King of JUCO. Like I was gonna say, he's, he's been facing King of JUCO for the past two years. Know. He's pitching <laughs> high schoolers. Like he's literally pitching high school kids. Like, don't get me wrong, Bowers, he won a Cy Young with the Reds. Like, the guy's a monster. But he hasn't played in a long time. Yeah, if, if he gets signed to a team, it's going to be awesome to see him back on that mound. But everyone knows that. He's going to have to come back and prove that he still got it. He's going to have to come back, prove that he still got it, tell people that – oh, he not tell people. Show people that he could still be a Cy Young candidate, still be a top ten pitcher in the MLB and really just help out a struggling rotation or even be more dominant in a strong rotation. Like if the Yankees were to get him or the Mets or someone else, even though I don't think the Mets or the Yankees are going to go out and try and get him. But like, let's say if the Rangers were to get him, him and the ground would be disgusting. So that's what I got to say. I also, if he would come back to, I think he would really just have a chip on his shoulder and just come in and show everybody that he deserves to be there. You know, just, personality that he is i think he can really come back and just sort of light light people up again just to prove that he deserves to be there still no the guy's a competitor i just i'm, I'm looking forward to for him to sign with the team i know he comes with the the baggage that whatever happened happened but i don't know i do think he has potential to be on the list so do you guys want to move over to radon and his uh Crazy ass physical and his ankle and whatever else is wrong with the guy. You say Rodon or not? The Correa man, Correa. I keep fucking that up. I said that earlier. Yeah, Correa and his ankle. Um, oh, no, you got it, Johnny. I I just read a little bit about it. I know the doctors were saying it was the worst ankle they've ever seen in their life. That's that's a pretty large statement to make and. I don't know. I saw that he heard it in the minors. I think it was 2014. He had to get surgery on it. And I know he had, it was an issue for a little bit, but I mean, I, I, I think it is going to play a huge factor in how long he stays in, how long a team wants him. Obviously he had an issue with the physicals with the Mets and the giants. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm, it's, it's tough to roll the dice on something like that for a big contract, like what he was asking, what he was supposed to be getting paid. But I know the – was it the Mets? Yeah, the Mets, I think, also saw something with Kodai Senga. They said it was along the same lines, but it was wear and tear on the pitcher's arm instead of the ankle. But I know, obviously, pitcher's going to have some wear and tear. But, I mean, that's, that's too – Two players the Mets got or were supposed to get. Obviously, they got Kodai, but um, it's two physicals that they had to deal with. I, at least one of them worked out for them. But, um, yeah, I mean, I didn't have a whole lot I saw about it, but 
enough to get an idea on what's going on? Oh, uh, yeah, I saw the thing with Kodai saying it too. Uh, like, I think that ankle has to be really bad then if the Mets ain't signing Correa, if they sign Zanga. Like, Sango was hurt uh, in, like, 2018, I believe, in Japan when he was a reliever. But then, obviously, after that, he he was a freak in Japan. So, like, I'm sure they're not really bothered by that. They had to be bothered by Korea, though, if they didn't want to sign him, I think. Because, like, if you're signing a player from Japan that you don't even know that's if – you're, if you're signing an international player from Japan that you don't even know if he's going to be good or bad, 75 mil, but you know that Korea has been playing on this since how long? That and he's still a freak. I think you at least got to sign him for five, six years. But like, uh, I've been talking to multiple like people about this. Like I said, I don't hate this because like the Mets have Brett Beatty, Mark Vientos. They have a lot of young prospects that can play third, or a lot of people or in the infield. So like, I don't hate it. I think Escobar's gonna probably get the nod at third because like he had a very good a very good hot end of the year last. He had a very good end of the year last year so maybe it continues through spring training and the regulars and the beginning of the year so i think he'll get the nod at third and then if he starts to cool down i think Beatty's gonna end up taking the spawn and then escobar's gone he's traded so i think it's gonna happen that would be interesting to see so my thoughts with korea anyway is that like so I think the twins have an opt-out clause and they're in the contract with them. After two years, they could do whatever they want with them or something like that. I don't think he's I think they're gonna like probably utilize that at some point, either in year after year two or after year three. I don't think he's there for their long term. Plus with the young guys coming out, they could probably get someone not as good, but someone cheaper. And I won't need so much money. I don't think he's going to have the career that he has hoped for. I think it's going to be an early end, to be honest with you, especially if he continues having the same physical problems um, with teams once he signs with them. And I, like Zavani said, I don't think it's going to be for a huge chunk of money at any point. He might sign with the A's to end his career. Who knows? So it kind of sucks. For the twins, especially. But what else do we got today? I mean, we got through the top ten already. We got through Korea. I want um, to say something about the top ten prospects. Now that I'm looking at it, uh, I saw that Henderson and Grayson Rodriguez are both in the top ten, which I think obviously, like, they both deserve. I think if Grayson Rodriguez come up, dominate in the AL. Uh, they can make a shot to, to the postseason. Are they going to make it far in the postseason? I don't think so. But I definitely think they could be a seven or eight seed. Corbin Carroll at two, we saw a little bit of what he did. He could run a, he could run from home to trip to – he could a triple in 10 seconds. That's disgusting. So, like, he's going to be a big help for the Diamondbacks, I think, especially with Gallon, especially with Cattell Marte, David Peralta. Like, they don't – they're not – in my opinion, they're not bad. They just got better. They just got uh, Lourdes Goriel and uh, Gabriel. They just got a catcher. They just got Gabriel Morano from the Blue Jays. So that's two mm-hmm. people that can help them. They have Cattell Marte, like I said. And I think if Corbin Carroll command the outfield, they're going to be decent. They're not making the playoffs, but they'll be decent. Uh, Francisco Alvarez, three. Uh, I don't think he's going to start. I don't think he's going to be on the Mets uh, 
opening day roster. I think Odnovayas or Nito is going to start catcher for us. Probably Nito because he was a Gold Glove candidate and his defense is actually really good. But his his offense is so bad. Uh, Jordan Walker at four, he could play outfield or third base. I think that him at four, I don't like him. Like I think he's. All right. Like, I think Volpe should be higher than him. I think Painter should be higher than him. I think Painter's going to be an absolute freak when he goes to Philly. He's just absolutely mm-hmm. broke. Uh, Jackson, Churio, and Mar- and Mar- Marcelo Mayer are actually really good, too. I think that they that if Jackson, Churio could uh, get the jump to the majors for Milwaukee, that uh, him – him and maybe if Yelich could play back to not his MVP standards, but like standards that are average in the MLB, that he that they could be a pretty good outfield. And Ellie De La Cruz, I don't think the Reds are that far away from being good. Like they have Hunter Green, they have Nick Lodello, they have uh, Jonathan India, and Ellie De La Cruz. If he could come in and help India in the middle infield, I think they could be pretty good in the next coming years too. Yeah, I mean, I like. I think you were saying Gunnar Henderson and uh, Grayson Rodriguez coming up. I think that's really going to help the Orioles out this year. Like you were saying, hopefully, hopefully you can see them make the playoff run. I think they definitely have the components to do it. Just got to keep everybody healthy, keep everyone playing right, everyone playing good. I think Gunnar and Grayson coming up is going to help them tremendously. Uh, Corby Carroll, he's he's a lot of fun to watch. Extremely, extremely fast, like you said. I think he'll he'll help the D-backs out when he comes up. Alvarez, I like. Jordan Walker, uh, yeah. I mean, I could see him still being top ten. I Volpe, obviously, I'm gonna go on about Volpe. He's, I'm so excited to see him come up at some point. Um, I definitely think he can really help the Yankees out. Andrew Painter, he's disgusting. He's I was watching a lot on him the past couple weeks. I think that'll really help. The rotation out. Um, already hit on Grayson, Marcelo Mayer. He was he's really tearing it up for Boston in the minors right now. Ellie De La Cruz, like Eddie said, the Reds. The Reds have a solid foundation going already. It just got to keep everybody playing up to standards. Try to stay away from injuries. Try to prevent injuries. I think if they would bring him up, that would really help them out. Maybe make a deeper run. Do have a better season than they did. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see the young guys come out and hopefully put on a show. I mean, the most the guy that I know most about is obviously Painter. The other guys sound like the Diamondbacks. Uh, I forget his name already, but it sounds like the Diamondbacks are making moves to progress in their playoff push. I mean, they were never really a team to do such, but is Mad Bum still there? I, that's that's my question for you. Is he still with the Diamondbacks, or did he retire, or – I don't even know what's going he's on. With him. Backs. Still, oh yeah, pretty sure, pretty sure he's still there. Well, once they get rid of heard him, anything about him in a while. Yeah. Once they get rid of him, hopefully they're they'll reload. Maybe uh, maybe get a new Randy Johnson in there. No, I'm just joking. But now we're going to talk about our playoff predictions. Now that teams are set, um, I want to hear. I want to hear some. Uh, World Series predictions as well. Who's gonna Who's gonna win it all this year? I mean, it's a bit early, but that's all right. Eddie, you want to start? 
Yeah, I'll start with the AL for the I'm gonna start from eight to one. So my eight seed. Uh I'm gonna go with the Rangers at eight. I think if the Rangers uh bullpen can stay healthy with the Grom and I think if Vivaldi and all of them could click together and if Seagreen Simeon could stay healthy and play up to their standards that they could be a pretty good team. And I think Adolis Garcia and Jonah Heim helps them too. So I think that they could be pretty good. So I'm going to have them at my eighth seed. At my seventh seed, I'm going to have the Baltimore Orioles at seven. I I keep saying this. I think they're going to be really good this year. At my sixth seed, I'm going to put the Los Angeles Angels. I think that that outfield is going to be really good this year. I think that Otani is going to win MVP this year in the AL. Uh, I think that now that they got Gio Urshela and now that Rendon's probably going to come back and be their shortstop or third baseman, and they're like I said, their outfield is pretty good, that their lineup is not bad. And if uh, their pitching staff, like they just got Tyler Anderson from the Dodgers as well, who had a, pretty good, who had a really good year last year. So I think that if their rotation can stay good and their lineup can hit, that they could be a pretty good team and be the sixth seed. At my five seed, I'm gonna put I'm gonna have to put the Mariners. I think that they're gonna come out and show people what's up. They showed people what's up last year, but now they're really gonna now they're pissed. Now they're pissed. Julio is gonna Julio's gonna carry the load of that team, like we all know, but like we all saw, Julio could come out and be the best center fielder in baseball. Hell, he could be the best outfielder in baseball for all we know. Like the kid is gonna be a beast. So that's who I have at my five seed. At my four seed, I'm gonna put the Cleveland Guardians. <clears throat> the addition of Josh Bell, I think, really helps that lineup. And J Ram, we all know that he's a beast. Andre Semenez, he's good. They also have pretty good pitching. They have Cal Control, they have Tristan McKenzie, they have Shane Bieber. So I think that they're gonna be pretty good. I'm gonna have them on my four. Uh at my number three, I'm gonna put the Blue Jays. I think we all know how that lineup is. They're really strong. At number two, I'm going to put the Yankees. We all know how this is going to go. And then number one, we got to go with the Astros. And that's the AL. And then have Zavonja go for the AL. No. Yeah, AL, I'll start from just one to six. Um, obviously, we got to put number number one. I hate to say it, probably just going to go to the Astros and number two, put the Yankees. I, I don't think that's going to change. Um, number three, I don't know. I Number three, I'd probably go with the Blue Jays as well. I mean, like Eddie said, that, that lineup's looking really good this year. I mean, they got some, some new pitching coming in. Um, number four... Number four would be weird. And I'm gonna say maybe I'm gonna say the Rangers, just with the addition of Degrom. I think that might help them win some games this year, get the record up a little bit. Um, if that's if he can stay healthy. Um, let's see. Number five, probably put Cleveland, and number six, put the Angels. Like Eddie said, with the Angels, they 
they got a good outfield coming back. They have Rodon coming back or Rendon coming back. Um, hopefully he can stay healthy again this year, avoid the avoid injuries again this year. Um, I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of tough without looking at lineups right in front of me. I mean, that'd probably be my my best guesses for right now. See, I'm going to disagree with these both. Very hard. Number one, the New York Yankees. They're taking down the Astros this year. I'm telling you right now, I don't think the Astros are going to be the same caliber team as they were for the past how many freaking years. I don't. I think the, this is the Yankees' year to finally beat them in the championship series. I as so, much as I would have believed that, as much as I would have believed that with the new pitching and stuff coming in. I mean, obviously they brought Judge back. I I still think it's going to be a struggle to beat them this year. I really do. It's going to be a good. A good series, don't get me wrong, but I do think yeah. the Yankees up their pitching. I think we have a better and chance this year than we did last year, but as long as they don't stay healthy. You guys, bad. you guys played horrible against them last year. What, you guys 4-0? The Astros were last year in that yeah. series? Yeah, yeah it, wasn't, it wasn't too pretty. Uh, for number two, I'm going to put the Astros, though. I mean, obviously, you got to put them there, one or two, but – my spot is two. For number three, I'm going to put Seattle. Seattle has a really good team. And like Eddie was saying, like they're, they're going to come out with like a fire under their ass this year. For number four, I'm going to put the Rangers. Rangers are going to be a good team this year. Unexpected because, I mean, I don't know what they did the past couple years, but they weren't very good if I didn't hear about them. So... The addition of DeGrom will probably up their chances to make playoffs, so I'll put them at four or five. I'm going to put the – I don't know, man. I kind of would have put the Red Sox in it now. I'm just joking. I'm going to put the Toronto yeah. Blue Jays at five. <laughs> so the Blue Jays have a potent lineup. I mean, they can score a bunch of runs. Their, their pitching isn't terrible. I mean, with uh, Vladdy, Vladdy Jr., I mean, I think – I think it's going to be a good season for him. I think he's going to be probably third, third or fourth in the home run race in the AL. And then for what was that? That was five. So six, I'm going to go with the Baltimore Orioles. They're getting better. I don't think if not six, then maybe close in the standings, but it's between them and them and the Angels. I really hope the Angels make progress. So it's kind of like Baltimore or Los Angeles. So that's mine. Anyway, as, as, much as, I see the, as much as I want to see the Orioles make it in, just because it's they're just getting a really good team together, I I want to see Trout and Otani make the playoffs this year. I mean, they, they deserve at least a playoff run. Like, it's – they don't make it this year. It, it's, it's tough to keep Otani around. No, I agree with you. It'll be interesting to see what they do. I mean, I really hope that because those are the two most elite players in the game right now. I mean, they yeah. got to do something with them. I do you want to do the NL? Yeah, I don't know why I gave eight last time. So I for, I completely <laughs> forgot it was six. So uh, for my sixth seed, I'm going to go with Chicago. The Cubs, I think the Cubs got – so much better during the offseason. Like Savantic's been saying, their lineup's decent. I think they could be the sixth seed. Swanson and Horner could be 
a, one of the best middle infields in the whole league. Uh, at my five seed, I'm going to go with the Phillies. I think them not having Harper for that little bit is going to definitely hurt them. Uh, but the, definitely with Turner being there, that could definitely help them. But I definitely think not having Harper for that little bit could definitely be iffy with them. But I think there will be a five. Four, uh, I'm going to go with Milwaukee. Uh, Corbin Burns and Brandon Woodruff, that's a really good one and two. Uh, they just got Jesse Winker, who I don't think could, especially now that the shift's gone, I don't think he's going to have a horrible year. Uh, I think they could make a shot towards this postseason. Uh, for my number three, I'm going to go with, wait, am I on number three or two? I think I'm on three, right? I think so. Yeah. For number three, I'm going to go with the Cardinals, uh, Arenado and Goldschmidt. Can't really say anything else. They're arguably the best at their position. Uh, number one and two, I'm going to have to go with the Braves at number two. Uh, Strider, Freed. Uh, like that lineup's also really good. And the number one, I'm going to have to go with the Mets. I think their rotation, really good. Lineup, really good. We have the batting champ coming back. We have Alonzo coming back. We basically have the same lineup coming back, but we really got them help with We really got a really good a rotation coming back. And that bullpen, like, it got honestly really better. We got Brooks Raley. We got David Robertson. We re-signed arguably the best closer in baseball, like, I think that this year could really be uh, the Mets' year to take that one seed in the National League. Yeah, I, d I definitely like those picks a lot. Um, let's see. Yeah, number six, I'll probably have to go with the Cubs as well because I've been talking about them for how many weeks now about that lineup and stuff. I I, I could definitely see them making a run in it. Um, let's see. Number five. Number five, I'll probably go. Probably go Cardinals. I just think they they have a solid lineup this year again. Um, I think they're going to be. I think they're gonna be a pretty decent team this year. Obviously, I'm not going to say they're going to be one of the best teams in the league, but they're definitely going to be up there. Definitely going to have a chance. Um, number four, I'll probably say the Phillies. Like Eddie said, they got Trey Turner coming in. Um, I don't know. Like you were saying, Harper being out, I, I think that's I think that's going to hurt them a lot. But I think they have enough people around them to pick up that little bit of slack. Maybe not. Maybe not a little bit of slack, but pick up the slack enough to keep it moving. Number three. I don't know. Number three. I gotta say the Dodgers, just because they you can't count them out ever. You really can't. I mean. They're they're always in it. They're always top three, top four every year. Um, number two, I'm gonna go with the Braves. Like Eddie said, that they got, they get a young team coming up. They get a young lineup going on this year. I think they're gonna be really really good this year if they can keep everyone healthy, prevent the injuries. And number one, I'm just gonna say the Mets because that that lineup's just insane. Oh man. So, no. First of all, no, no, no. 
I agree with you. The Phillies are going to struggle without Harper for the first half of the season, but then they're going to go on an absolute tear. They're going to take the number two seed behind the Mets at number one. Yeah, the Mets just the Mets lineup is just absolutely ridiculous, man. That is the team to beat, in my opinion, throughout the whole MLB. That is the team to beat. But number two, Phillies, number one, Mets, number three, I'm gonna have to go with the Padres. The Padres are gonna be a good team this year, especially getting Tatis back. For four, I'm gonna have to go with the St. Louis Cardinals. I mean, that's an obvious one. Their infield is absolutely insane. For five, I want to say the Marlins will make some moves. I mean, their pitching has gotten better. They're, I mean, they got they got Jazz. They they could be a, a sleeper team. I don't know. And then for six, I think you have to throw the Dodgers into the playoffs. I mean, I, you have to at some point. They're they're not as good. Kershaw's getting old. He's still heaving, but it's not the quality that it used to be. I think they could sneak in on that last seed. The only reason I didn't put the Padres in mind is because I just don't want to play them in the playoffs. So I'm just hoping that they don't make it. Yeah. And then my World Series prediction, yeah. I'm sure we're all going to put our teams in it. So I'm going to go – what I'm going to go with what I'm hoping it is because I think this would be awesome and New York would burn down. I'm going to go. I'm hoping it's Mets and Yankees in the World Series. That would be awesome. That would be a pretty cool series. I, I definitely think it's very much a possibility this year oh, if everything yeah, goes right. If the, Yankees, if the Yankees can get past the Astros, I think a Mets, World, or Mets Yankees World Series is definitely a possibility. It's just the same, like it's just the same thing with the Mets every year. Like there's games where they could tear the cover off the ball, and there's mm. games where they're getting no hit through seven innings. Like there's games, like you gotta be consistent. Like the Mets are not consistent, as we all know. Like they blew it last year. Like the Mets should have been the one seed in the NL. We all know this, but as like I've been saying, this rotation, the loss of the Grom, yeah, we got Verlander, we got Sango, we got Quintana, who's a good number four, and I think Carrasco's a decent, like Carrasco's not a bad number five in the MLB. So, what I'm thinking is that if the Mets could just stay consistent and just hit the ball, like the only one last year that really stood consistent the whole year was McNeil. He won, he hit a 326, which is crazy. So mm-hmm. you need. They consider like it's not just the Mets, like it's I'm just saying it in general. Like, in order for a team to really like show who they are and be really dominant, like Cam said, they're the team to beat. Yeah, we're the team to beat if we could just stay consistent and just be like, I don't know, like it scares me, honestly. Like, it scares me, like it scares me every year. Like, ever since 2015, it just hurts seeing them make like, yeah, it just hurts seeing like last year really really like sucked so like i'm just hoping that if they could stay consistent hopefully big meat pete hope could be a beast hopefully lindor could be a top five shortstop in the mlb like he is and i don't know i think this year could be really good for us so what i'm saying is match world series versus the yankees love to see it i think that'd be a lot of fun 
I don't know. I'll be honest with you. I don't want to put the Mets in the World Series. I can't. I can't do it. It hurts. It hurts my Philadelphian heart that I'm not even from Philly. But I do think the Yankees are going to win it. I Not win it all, but they'll make the series this year. I I just with, – With the pitching that we got and the moves that the Astros made in the offseason, I, I – I think we have a better chance this year than we did the past few years. Cole just got to Cole just got to control the meatballs he's throwing every like every <laughs> like ten pitches, dude. Because I, like I also th- I also think that what's going to kill Houston this year too was losing Verlander because he was he, he ate up a lot of innings for them and they didn't really have to utilize their bullpen as much. So I think if they had to start using their bullpen a lot more really this good. year. I mean, yeah, their their bullpen is really good, but I mean, if you're pitching them guys more often because you don't have guys like Verlander eating up, you know, seven eight innings, it, it's it's going to be hard to bullpen if you're to keep keep having to utilize them. I think that's gonna it's gonna hurt them a little bit this year. Yeah, that's de- I definitely think a strong bullpen is definitely the, honestly probably the most important thing in baseball. You need a bullpen to back up your starting pitcher, like. Like, that's why I'm so happy the Mets got Robertson for that cheap. I think that he was really good for the Phillies last year. He had a, his batting – his opponent's batting average for the – well, yeah. Not, I mean, <laughs> what I saw, he wasn't bad. He had a one yeah, – his opponents against righties were – it was only a 100, like, 96 average. So, like, that ain't horrible for a reliever against righties. So, I think Robertson wasn't a bad pickup. I think Rayleigh wasn't a bad pickup. Rayleigh mm-hmm. was honestly really good last year for the Rays. So – and we all know how Edwin Diaz is. Edwin Diaz is Edwin Diaz. So, like, I think that we also have uh, – we also had – Tyler McGill was our ace at one point last year, and he's in the bullpen now. And now we have David Roberts in the bullpen. So, like, those are two pitchers that were that used to be starters now in the bullpen. So, like, that's really good for us. Like, I've been saying, I think all of our teams have a real good shot of, of making a big push in the postseason. Like, when Harper comes back, that lineup's going to be – Disgusting. You have stopped. You have stopped batting eight. You have Turner batting. Is he going to lead off for you guys? I think. Yeah. Probably either him or Schwarber. All right. Yeah. So you're going to have probably him or Schwarber leading off. And then if you don't have Schwarber leading off, you have him at two. And then and then three and four is Castellanos and Harper. So like, oh wait, no, no, JT and, JT and Harper. Yeah, JT, JT and, Harper. and Harper. And then Hoskins. And then Stott. And then Brandon Marsh. Brandon Marsh. So, like, that's honestly not a – that's a real good lineup, actually. And yeah, that's, Yankees, that's not a bad lineup at all. And then the Yankees, we all know Aaron Judge is Aaron Judge. The guy's going to go out and hit 40-plus home runs again. So, like, it's just – I think all of us have have uh, something to really look forward to this year. Like, not – I don't know. Like, not a lot of – I don't know. Like, it must suck being an athletics fan. Like, I just can't imagine. <laughs> like, it must suck. Yeah. They have nothing going for them. Nothing. Like, literally they nothing. Stadium. They're playing in the Coliseum, which is from, like, the 1950s. I don't know. I don't I, – like, I, I don't want to put the Phillies in the World Series because I don't think – I think having no Harper for half the year is going to hurt us. I think that we could score a lot of runs, but I he was a big part of it, especially in clutch moments. That's what I mean. He he came up big in big moments quite yeah. often last year, and I think that really helped them make the run they did last year. 
the Phillies yeah, also were a team. The Phillies also were a team that gave up a lot of runs, so they're going to need to put up a lot of runs. So yeah, we're an offense-oriented team mm-hmm. for sure. I don't know. I I hate to admit it, but it's going to be the Mets and the Yankees in the World Series. I think they're going to script it like the NFL. <laughs> but but I mean, hey, that's your two teams. I'll be rooting for neither of them. Maybe the Yankees. I, I like I like Nasty Nestor. And I, ca- I can't root for a division rival. I'm sorry, Eddie. I understand. Nasty Nestor, baby. <laughs> so, I mean, are we, we wrapping up today? I mean, I think that was pretty solid. I don't know. I think we, Wait, Devon, did you give your picks? Yeah. For the World Series? Yeah, you did. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, then – uh. That wraps up episode nine of Philadelphia or yeah, Philadelphia. That's tomorrow. The baseline here. Uh, stay tuned for Philadelphia Sports Radio coming out on Thursday. And go birds for uh yeah, the people that listen to that one. Uh we'll be back next week talking more baseball, pitchers and catchers report next week. So let's get the ball rolling here.